Hello, guys, and welcome to the Heritage Agendas Football Podcast. This is now episode 11. Uh, another yeah. week uh, going. How are we doing today? We're doing good, alhamdulillah. This is, I think this might be our first um, back-to-back-to-back-to-back recordings, you know? I think it Have is. We, I don't think we've ever done three weeks in a row. I love I love the consistency this season. <laughs> All right, we're off to we're off to a hot start. We're yeah? off to a good start. We're off to a good yeah. start. But uh, very very interesting week. Another interesting week in, in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot happened. Uh, and, uh, not really that much on the uh, on the transfer side. Yeah. Um, but we saw a couple couple smaller moves. Uh, Mohamed Khudus went to West Ham instead of Brighton, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Joao Cancelo alone moved to Barca. But uh, so far, uh, this week was pretty, pretty, pretty tame. Nothing, nothing on in the Mbappe front. Nothing on really anything. Uh, Chelsea, Chelsea didn't make another signing, you know. So that's true for the first time in who knows how long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's to wrap up the window. We we thought we'd do a little mini segment, have some fun. Uh, we'll start with we'll do four four categories. So. The winners of the window, in our opinion, uh, the okay. big losers, uh, the best transfer for value and for production, and the worst transfer. So I'll, I'll start with you. This is very pretty pretty loaded question, but for you, who are the winners of the window? Maybe if not one team, maybe two. Um, for me, uh, the the winner of the window for me is, I think for the most part, I think it's Man City. Um, the winners of the window are Man City. No, I, 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 yeah, I think Man okay. City because mostly. All right, so they lost Ilkay Gundogan, which yes. was like, um, uh, like was a integral part of their whole team for the last. I think he was there for five, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like for the most part. I think just like the because they're coming off a of treble. And I think they kept everything the same as I, I like winners uh, to me doesn't really mean who, who you brought in and stuff like that for yeah. like, for the most part, that treble team is still here. I think injuries aside, um, I think they can line up 10, 11 players from any, at any given time that want to treble with them. Um, and I think adding um, Jeremy Doku, um, um I th- I think that's like uh like for the most part I, th- I I like him a lot but I think City won but that's I don't really have much to say other than just they're the best team in the world and they stayed the same uh obviously Pep is gone right now but um I think they need one more midfielder and I think they will they will they will get it done and I think uh the Wolverhampton midfielder um, yeah Mateus Nunez yes. get him yeah I think they'll get him. And it's it's a quiet. Um, they missed out on a lot of their targets, mm-hmm. but I think they were just being greedy for the most part. But I like that they just stayed the same. They stayed home. They kept most ninety percent of their starting eleven, um, and that's about it. I think they're gonna pretty much. Um, I don't think they're gonna be a treble winners team again, but I think they'll win trophies. I think they'll win every trophy probably in England, and then try hard for Champions League. I got a I got a couple teams here. Uh, we'll mm. go kind of one by one down the list. I'm curious to see what you think. I think yeah. the obvious one that sticks out for me is Chelsea. Yeah, and I think for Chelsea, the logic is that not only were they 
great in terms of who they bought. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can argue some of the prices. Moises Caicedo, hundred ten million, of course, is is the one that stands out the most in terms of, you know, overpayments. But just their ability to sell and how much they were getting for players that I thought that they wouldn't get half the money that they were getting, or even really to be able to unload them. Um, yeah, Mason Mount, sixty five million pounds, crazy. Uh, Havertz almost cut a profit or broke even. Crazy. Uh, Edward mm-hmm. Mendy, uh, someone who didn't play last season. You get you get money off the books and you get a, a sizable transfer fee. Uh, obviously, Mateo Kovacic uh, hurts, but he was kind of in and out of the squad last season. Kaladu Koulibaly was someone I thought that they were going to have difficulty to uh, sell as well. Christian Pulisic to get $25 million. Even Ruben, Ruben Loftus-Cheek. And now it looks like they're going to be able to get Kukurea off, uh, off the books. And even Kepa, after they got uh, Robert Sanchez, they were able to move him uh, pretty quickly. So the yeah. sales for Chelsea have been impressive. And it finally looks like, even though they're buying every young player under under the sun right now, and we, we kind of joke about that a lot, uh, they, kind of have, they finally have direction, I think, in their squad. And you can kind of see where it's going. Uh, that mm-hmm. young, energetic route. They've, they've filled a lot of their weaknesses. Um, I, I still think that Olise hurts. Uh, but you look at their squad. It's very, very deep. And, and there's a lot of opportunities for youth to grow. And I think next year is when we're really going to start to see, like, wow, X, y, X, X player that they bought for $15 million from from some random club uh, is really, really starting to perform. And you're going to have a couple of them, you know, when you shoot your shot 20 times. Uh, I will say in terms of, uh, who who spent well, which is, I think this is kind of funny, uh, considering yeah. maybe even three, four weeks ago, we wouldn't have talked uh, well about this club, would be West Ham. I think uh, selling Declan Rice and bringing in three really, really good players for the money. Edson Alvarez, uh, James Ward-Prowse, and uh, Mohamed Kodas now, I think is uh, is fantastic business. They, they pretty much patched up all the weaknesses in their squad, and they're a much, much, they're a much better team uh, then, in my opinion, they were last year if Paqueta can stay. Uh, and I think uh, this one is pretty interesting. Uh, but PSG, uh, obviously, we don't yeah. we don't give them we don't give them credit often. Uh, but yeah. anytime you lose Neymar and Messi in a window, and I think their team is 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 much much better than than it was uh, at this point last year. Uh, to bring in Milan Skriniar and a free is is fantastic business. Uh, Manuel Ugarte, sixty million. They finally get a proper defensive midfielder that that they really have not had um, in in who knows how long. Ever, yeah. Keeping Mbappe, uh, getting a true number nine, uh, something they haven't had in, since Edison Cavani uh, in Gonzalo Ramos. Uh, the Colomani deal fell through with Hertz. Uh, maybe Bar- uh, Barcola. We'll see if that if that goes through before the end of the window. And bringing in Usman Dembele for just fifty million. Uh, is crazy business. So they're definitely a better team than they were last year. Uh, and yeah, those are those are for me the the big winners. I don't know thoughts on on the teams I just talked about. I th- I think Chelsea. I I agree with you in terms of just who they sent out. Like that's I I was unbelievable business on their part, getting rid yeah. of all those players that were pretty much not doing anything for their club in, in terms of production. Um, but I think like who they brought in is, is it's a gamble. Um, obviously they're, you know, taking as many, uh, chances as possible at it with bringing in as many young talents, but that's to be seen. But, and I don't think it will translate as, um, as quickly as this season. No, no. 
Um, but PSG, I agree with you. I think they've done, um, they've completely restructured the whole team now building around their best player, Kylian Mbappe. Um, and then getting him to stay, I, I agree with you and still a few days left of the window, but that's, I think he'll stay. Yeah. And he's, he's not leaving. So, and I, and they're deeper now. They're not reliant on solely three players that are not, that are all like just you know sitting up the pitch. That are Marco Asensio too. Stuff. I forgot to mention. Yeah. Yep. On um, um, yeah. So I I agree with you. I think Chelsea Chelsea is yet to be seen. I think that's more of a you know one two three years down the road how their last two three transfer windows will pan out. But PSG, I think I think we'll see it soon because those are all really valuable players who've contributed in uh, from all the clubs they came from. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, move on. Let's see. I know who this. I know who this one is. Biggest losers. <laughs> okay, I have two. Um, okay. Uh, one is Man United. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. One. One is one is Man United because um I was watching their game over the weekend, mm-hmm. and their starting eleven was the exact same starting eleven as last year. Yeah. Um. Uh, they just shuffled some players around. Um, except for the keeper, obviously. But. Keeper, yeah, except for the keeper. Um, but I think Dalot was playing left back. Um, but in terms of like nobody that they signed this this summer was on the field. Nope. Um, which means they spent $245 million and are not better. Yeah. Obviously, injuries aside. You can argue um, they're worse. They're worse, exactly. Um, so Man United, I... I don't see the vision because they have the same exact team, a team uh, where as Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Newcastle, you can all say have even improved after the summer transfer window. Mm-hmm. Um, where as what it's looking like right now, they stayed the same and they were barely a top four team last year yeah. um, as, as constructed right now. And, and from their signings, from what we've seen, uh, Mesa Mount is not a perfect fit. Um, that's somebody they chased all summer. And for him, for it to be known, he's not a fit with they're already um, with Bruno and Casemiro. Um, that's hard to digest, I think, within the first month of the season. Um, Onana, I think, will be uh, obviously good replacing signing. De Gea. That's that's yeah, that's that's a good signing. But I, I don't I don't really see anything going forward for them, at least this season. Um, maybe he gets another 300 million next summer to do something. But right now it's just the same team as last year. Yeah. And who's the other one? And my other one is Real Madrid. Okay. <laughs> um, I think they have a really good team on paper. As If you look at the roster, yep. um, the only reason why I, I, I'm saying they have, uh, uh, they haven't had a good window is basically they have an incomplete squad, I which agree. is, which is the the issue, which has been the issue for them, uh, like the last few years. But they've been able to, you know, just survive basically because of their really good players aging well over the past yeah. years. Um, they have not replaced uh, Benzema. Benzema yeah. um, and and uh, the one person they brought in this summer, Jude, is on a on like he. I don't think. Like what he's doing right now, I don't think is sustainable. As uh, even though it looks completely, you know, it looks like he's going to be doing this, but I just don't think he's going to be scoring thirty-eight goals in the league. He's not. Year. He's not. Um, 
which which if that falls off a cliff um uh they have been hit with injuries really quickly Vinny's out Militao is out um fullbacks have been an issue for the past three four years so I don't think they've gotten I think they've gotten enough to you know maybe uh, obviously they'll make top four but in terms of competing for trophies I think it's not going to happen this year just like it didn't happen last year um which is which is not a good thing when it's back to back years. And I, and I hate it because it will all fall, about, fall back on um, Carlo Ancelotti. And I don't think it's his fault because yep. um, I think today the board came out and said, uh, they're done for the window. They've um, been they, saying that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, when you can see such glaring holes in terms of with injuries, with uh, not having proper attackers and, uh, I believe they brought back a few. Uh, Brian, what was his name? Brian, Brian Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. yeah. And Artigula. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So Artigula is injured. So like some of the players they have brought in is not, they're not going to be producing for a while. I don't think Brian Diaz has made an appearance this season. So yeah, I think Real Madrid for the most part, I don't, it's not good. It's going to be a long season for you guys. So we have the same two losers. Okay. I'm gonna save yeah. the Madrid talk to after I talk about United because oh yeah. But we'll start with United so I can kind of relax. Because yeah. uh for United we talked about they reminded me a lot of Chelsea last season, where we mm-hmm. went into the season and Chelsea had holes in their squad, they spent exorbitant amounts of money and they didn't solve them. Last season for Chelsea it was a number nine, a creative yeah. midfielder and 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 uh, defending help. Mm-hmm. If we look at this United squad, fullbacks, I think, for a club issue. that is competing in the top four, to have Luke Shaw, Iron One, Bissaka, and Diogo Dalo is unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, another midfielder, that kind of physical box to box can help Bruno to alleviate him of those defensive responsibilities. A true dominant right winger and mm-hmm. a striker. I think, and a keeper. Those were the five weaknesses before, if you told me in May, what does United need to do? I would tell you those five. Goalkeeper, you know, hats off. Onana, they great signing. One. He was 65 million. He wasn't cheap, but hats off. They won't have... Keeper questions for a while, in my opinion, uh, especially with with the with how good he is distribution wise, one of the best in the world. Fullbacks, mm-hmm. no movement, absolutely no signings. To have Aaron Juan Bissaka and Diogo Dalo right back, left back as a as a as a club uh, that basically wants to compete for titles, unacceptable. Uh, midfielder, they still don't have a physical box to box midfielder, and there's been a lot uh, this summer. And they brought in Mason yeah. Mount for $65 million. Like you said, from minute one, a ton of people were saying the fit just doesn't make any sense. You cannot sit Casemiro on an island. Uh, and that's this weekend they went to Christian Eriksen, and I thought that their midfield looked better than, than it did with Mason Mount even. I it think did. that they should have, you know, they should have been in the runnings for for people like Moises Caicedo, uh, for for maybe Amadou Onana from, from Everton. Uh, there's there's tons of names in that role. Obviously, this is gonna you know start to go back to that Eric Ten Hag and, and people questioning his his ability to uh, to find talent, and yeah. a number nine. 
uh, and and a right winger. Anthony, like it or not, has been has shown some flashes, maybe, maybe flashes within games, not even flashes of full games. For one hundred million, it's a failure, like it or not. Uh, maybe obviously he's young and has time to prove us wrong, but but you would have liked to see more more guaranteed production, and. How can Manchester United in 2023 trot out Anthony Martial? How has striker not been addressed? There are so many options on the market. Even if you want to just go get someone who's who's decent and link and play, can go get your goals. Why hasn't Dusan Vlahovic, who's been on the market the whole summer, uh, been looked at? Uh, Victor Osimhen, there was never shouts at Manchester United, even though I don't think he would go there. But... Mm-hmm. Those are the weaknesses for me. And for me, the thing is, when you spend $240 million, like you said, and you've patched one out of five weaknesses, you have failed fundamentally just to spend money. You have failed. Yeah. Uh, so I think United are in for a tough season. It was a, We'll obviously talk about the game in a little bit, but that game this weekend was, was shaky. Uh, mm-hmm. They still don't have the best options on the bench. Uh, Maguire, how was Maguire not sold? Uh, there's still mm. issues with center back now. Varane is out, so Lindelof and, and Martinez are pretty much your only two reliable center backs, and they're gonna bring in Kukure. So we'll see. But uh, I think very disappointing uh, on the United front. Yeah, they 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 did not get better, and everybody else did around them. And that's... you could say they got worse. They got worse, yeah, because they're they have they have aging aging veterans. Rafael Varane, Casemiro. Are not getting any better. Yeah. <laughs> they are not. And you will not get 30, 35 goals out of Marcus Rashford, uh, no matter what no matter what people try try and say. Uh forget, but... forget, forget, forget 35 goals from Rashford. You're not getting one goal from Anthony Martial. Like that should be the <laughs> that is... it's his tenth year. It's unreal the fact that he's that he's still that he's still getting getting consistent minutes um but oh now real madrid who's that yeah. is a whole other other uh i had a conversation with with our friend muhammad earlier in the week it was an hour yeah. we were talking about you know madrid and the board uh yeah the only words i could really think of when it comes to madrid is just sabotage i think that there's a huge problem uh with the board and their tendencies when there's issues with a coach. I think my theory, I, I, obviously this isn't uh, confirmed or denied, is that this all trickles back to that first season of Carlo Ancelotti, who was brought in to be a transition coach and was able to find a lot of success in his in his first season winning the, the, the double. Uh, mm-hmm. And Real Madrid have a t- tendency to, to sabotage their coaches. And... The problem is that they run this very unorthodox transfer strategy where the coach really has no say in, in the players he's bringing in. I think since the time of Mourinho, who's really the only coach I can remember, every other coach kind of just, you know, you 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 coach the squad that you're given uh, kind, of, kind of idea. Uh-huh. Uh, and we've seen a huge problem uh, in the last couple of windows. Uh, COVID is excusable. Obviously, uh, a lot of clubs, especially in Spain, were, were leaking money out during during COVID, uh, and this obsession with with one guy, Mbappe, yeah. is single handedly ruining the squad. 
how many players now has Madrid let go, sold, or not gone for because of Mbappe? This season alone, Harry Kane, I would think that he would be wearing a Real Madrid shirt if it wasn't for Mbappe. Uh, Erling Haaland last season, I think, was because of Mbappe. Ashraf Hakimi was sold because of Mbappe. Maybe Marcos Llorente too. Uh, and, and countless others. And the problem is you sold Benzema. Benzema told the team he was leaving in May. It's, this is not some new development. You had the entire summer to strategize for a number nine. How many number nines are in the market? We just talked about the same problem with, with Manchester United. And this is Real mm-hmm. Madrid. And the excuses I see for, for some of these players, they just hurt my head. Some of the some of the fans are such, you know, apologists and are stuck in 2011. It is not 2011 anymore. And the problem is that uh, when you when you talk about Fiorentino Perez uh, and, and Real Madrid's board, a lot of people get very defensive very quickly, as if they're immune to criticism. Fiorentino Perez is a legend of Real Madrid. Uh, he's brought the club up. Uh, miles above where it was when he bought it, which is saying something considering it's it's such a legendary football club. But mm-hmm. the, the fact of the matter is there has been consecutive windows of just, it's just pathetic. The excuses I see uh, from, from Spanish journalists who ultimately are, are just perpetuating the, the, the board's views are a joke. How can you as Real Madrid go into a season with four attacking players? Just four attacking players to fill three positions. And now Vinicius is hurt. You have three players for three positions. How can Real Madrid have three players for three positions? It, it just doesn't make any sense. Throw a couple million at a loan. Or throw 20 million here. I look at Real Madrid and I, and I see exactly what you said. It's a very, very incomplete squad. There is no number nine. And let's get yeah. it out of the way with... Mbappe, and this is where I start to get really, really frustrated. Mbappe is not a number nine. He is a great player who can play as a number nine, but he is not a number nine. And the problem I see with Mbappe is, like we said, he's a huge diva. People think that Mbappe is going to come to Real Madrid, and he's going to go play number nine, and he's not going to create any issues when he just kicked Neymar and Messi out of PSG because they were not letting him play his true position, which is who knows what free roam. This is when I start to get really frustrated. <laughs> and he's going to he's going to just play play number nine with his back to the goal and just kind of sit there. It's very frustrating yeah. to 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 hear these fans throw seasons because at the end of the day, you are literally throwing this season in the gutter by not you know, by not appropriately buying players. And it goes back to the letter of Zidane when he left. I don't know if you read it. But Mm. he was saying, I was never backed in this job. That is Zinedine Zidane, who played for Real Madrid, coached Real Madrid from all levels, all the way up, has great relationships with Florentino Perez, saying, I was never backed. When we had a difficult point in the season, there were people saying that I would be sacked. And now we're watching the same thing happen with Carlo Ancelotti. And I agree with exactly what you said. When it's when for me at this point, because there will be injuries. It is football. There's more games. There's more minutes. It's more intense. When there will be hiccups in the season. And I think that they're going to be worse than last season. Last season, there were hiccups. All the blame is going to go to him. Yeah. And fans are going to eat it up because they're going to, they're going to hit us with the Mbappe free signing 2024 so for me it just is a fundamental failure and 
Harry Kane, how you can't sign him, it doesn't make any sense. I saw an excuse on Twitter this week that said, Victor Osterman is the type of striker who can only get goals. And I looked at it for like a couple seconds, I was like, what does that even mean? That, that's his job. <laughs> yeah. He goes and gets you 25 goals a season. That's what you have a striker for. But even now, if you go to get a striker, which there's two days left in the window, it's not going to happen. But if it, you're going to have to pay a 40 million premium if you go and get a high-level player. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Curious to see on what you think of what I said. There's a lot more. And it, it's, it's very, very frustrating as a fan to just watch it happen season after season. It's just it's pathetic, in, in my opinion. The... Mbappe aside, um, for for years now, like this is nothing new from 2017, 2018. Yep. You you hear like Real Madrid has money, you know? They have yep. money to spend. They yep. have money to spend. And all these years, I from that till now, you've I think the two like high signings that one is Eden Hazard and the other one is Jude Bellingham. Yep. So they shot 50% on those. Hazard didn't work out. And Jude right now is off to a good start. Yeah. And all that is from the squad they built over the years. And I think you like so, some of these players we take for granted how how well they've been playing over the years. Like, like Casemiro, Cruz, and Modric are aging like fine wine. You know, they mm-hmm. they held a lot together during during those years, especially. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, I remember, um, I believe it was 2017 when um, uh, it was the second year you guys won uh, the Champions League. But, like, I remember in, like, April, May, where you guys are resting all the heavyweights. Yeah, but the the bench was crazy. And the bench was Isco, was Morata, was James, you know? None of that is... Kovacic, All those young players um, were all there at that time. Which is you you saw the development in you know the elite talent and then the elite talent of the future were all at the club at the time, you know. Some yep. of those players didn't work out, but they contributed to those titles. Mm-hmm. Um but and then and then as all those players just left, Morata was sold, um Isco aged out, Kavasic was sold, all those them. stuff, and they never replaced them. And and now Modric is 36, Cruz is 34, uh Casemiro's gone, but you've. Re- I think you've replaced the midfield. The I midfield get is good. The like midfield I said, is good. Hats off to, like I said, for United with hats off to Onana. You have to give credit yeah. where credit is due. People yeah. were saying Bellingham is a questionable signing for 100 million. 100% great sign. 10 out of yeah. 10 signing. Uh, Arda, sorry to cut you off, but Arda Guler. No, you're good. Arda mm-hmm. Guler, great signing, pulling him away from Barcelona, just 20 million, great signing, 18-year-old kid, a lot of potential, good job. You bring Brahim Diaz back on loan and you get rid of Asensio, questionable, but we yeah. can excuse it. But let's look at, yeah. like with United, the weaknesses of the squad. You lost your goalkeeper to an ACL injury. You bring mm-hmm. in Kepa for a season-long loan. Okay, we can excuse it. Even though I would have gone for Yassin Bounou, who is going to go to Saudi Arabia for just 20 million. Okay, we can excuse it. Right back. How can you not bring in a, a, a competent right back to challenge for Carvajal? Sure, Carvajal has been playing great this season, but how does he not have any competition? Lucas Vasquez is not competition for a right back position for a top team in 2023. I'm sorry. This is, and he never has been, by the way. Uh, no. 
Ivan Fresneda, who's who's the number one promising prospect for for Spanish football as a right back, went to Sporting for nine million euros. Which yeah. for Real Madrid, what is nine million euros for for an eighteen year old kid? Nothing. It's literally nothing. Left back, you bring in Fran Garcia. Good job. Hats off. Good signing. Five million. And next season, they're rumored to go for Alfonso Davies. Even though we're probably going to hear whatever excuse Mbappe this garbage. Okay. Yeah. Center backs. Eder Militao tears his ACL. Three center backs for two spots. And you're going to play 60 to 65 games a season. And one of them will get injured. You like it or not, it's going to happen. There's just, it's almost impossible that none of them will get hurt. Yeah. Rafa Marin, who maybe not a lot of people are familiar with, one of the, the most promising kids from Real Madrid's academy, is loaned out. They don't even bring in a kid from the academy to challenge for that fourth spot. You can't bring in a single center back on loan. Benjamin Pavard is right there from Bayern Munich. He's begging to leave. He's 20 to 25 million. He can play right back and back up Carvajal, and he can start at center back. In the yep. midfield, good job. Seven seven players in the midfield challenging for three spots or four now because they're playing that diamond. Good job. You're set there. Yeah. You can bring Modric from the bench, Kamavinga. They're doing great. You go to the attack, and it just baffles my mind. How can you not start with a number nine? You are Real Madrid. You cannot go into a season without a striker. Joseu is not a striker that you can start week in and week out. And you have three players now for three positions. What happens if Rodrigo gets hurt? Who are they going to play? Yeah. Who are you going to start? They don't have anyone. And 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 the thing that, that hurts my brain even more is, okay, Barcelona have no money. They somehow bring in, they somehow bring in players. They take shots on players that sometimes don't work. Cassier didn't work. They got rid of him. Bellerin didn't work. They got rid of him. Okay, even when they don't have in, bring in signings, they at least play kids. They at least play people from the academy. There are tons of people in Real Madrid's academy who have been talking about for a long time. Uh, there's a new kid uh, who I saw who I think has 35 goals in 40 games uh, in, in the academy. I've, I'm forgetting his name now. But he's never going to get called up. Nico Paz is a really, really good Argentinian midfielder who's probably not going to get called up. Vinicius Tobias, they brought in on that loan option from, from Shakhtar. He's a right back. Uh, he still hasn't played minutes with the first team other than from preseason. Look at Barcelona. When when they were struggling for money, Balde took over that left back spot. He still has it. Uh, Gavi, even though I don't rate him, they were playing him, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And now with Yassine Lamal. Uh, yeah, and that one kid who scored in, in preseason that crazy goal against against Real Madrid. So they yeah, even they're playing their kids. So if you if you're not going to bring in people, at least replace them with people from the academy. How can you loan out Rafa Rafa Marin as as your fourth center back? At least keep him in the squad, play him for for ten games. If he's garbage, whatever you move on. You you go sign Pavard twenty five million. If he's garbage, go sell him for fifteen million. You are Real Madrid. Ten million is nothing. Hmm. So I don't know what is it, it is if they don't have money or what is it? I don't know. Is is, is it is it nothing though? Because they're not willing to spend it. It's it is and, nothing. And what is nine million to Real Madrid? We have we seen them? Have we we've we've seen them spend money, but but most of it is just Mbappe. We're saving for Mbappe. 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 You have to have a war chest for Mbappe. So like. And Mbappe has not worked out for four years. Four different All that, cages. not even a bit. They didn't even make yeah. a bit. Which maybe it's so. politics and they want to get him for free. But you cannot throw seasons out. These are these are players. And 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 these Carlo are... Ancelotti is just 
the middle guy that's suffering. And he's so. going to leave next year. And think about it. The last time that they had a coach, because coaches take note of this stuff, like it or not. Mm-hmm. Who's going to want to go into a system where you're not backed by your board? The second you lose, it's on you. You get no signings you want because Carlo Ancelotti, uh, the rumors were that he was screaming for a striker. Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't have one. I would understand. <laughs> There's no one. So he wanted Kane. And Paris said it's Mbappe or bust. That's the rumor yeah. that came out this week. And like it or not, the media, the media uh, leaks uh, stuff from parties. You have to think about who's who's releasing that. That sounds like a leak from a coach. Yeah. But uh, we could stay on Madrid for for fifty minutes. I could sit sit here and 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 rage. I see. And, I see. I see the the vein popping up in your head. <laughs> There was one here for a second. I like felt to go up when I started talking about how Mbappe is not a nine. I'm so sick of them talking about Mbappe is coming to play number nine. He is not a nine. And I promise you, I'm just going to put this out here so I can say I said it. When yeah. Mbappe comes, or if, I shouldn't say when, if he comes next summer, there will be stuff in the media about how Vinicius Jr. is playing on the left and he wants that position. I'm, I'm just going to say it from now. It's, it's, like the most obvious thing that's coming like and i don't think vinish is going to move going to get moved or anything like that but bappi is just going to be unhappy once again because he's going Vinicius to play striker is a world-class player they're going to lose a game striker. and he's going to say i want to play on the left yeah and we'll and, see we'll see and 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 you know how media is around real madrid that's one little thing is you know, it's gonna take they over the world. So. right now, or Kane, who are two players who fit that system perfectly. Even I was the last thing we'll talk about Madrid because I don't want to sit here for the the whole episode and talk about them. But the yeah. one thing that hurts me about Holland is is his profile as a striker. He is the best transition forward I have I have seen since I've started watching. I would say in terms of yeah. just one, his first step is crazy, and and when you get him in transitions, it's over. And sadly, that's a side of his game that we never see at City. Nope. Never. He's almost never went to City on a counterattack. And that's something that really could have been unlocked at Madrid. That is hit like that is what he does best. You give him one step in the box, you'll score. Or on a counterattack, it's over. Him and imagine him and Vinicius uh with, with Bellingham and, and Valverde trailing behind. But uh yeah, big big losers, Real Madrid. So so many what ifs with this with Real Madrid over the years. It's because of one guy. It, it's it's the biggest club in the world and it appears so, according to the players. Everybody wants to play for them. Yep. But they don't want anybody. They only want one person. It's <laughs> so it. it's so frustrating. But uh, but let's uh, let's move on. That was a, mm-hmm. that was a long rant. Uh, to your best your best signing of the window. Um, my best signing of the window. I'm gonna be a little bit a homer here, but I think. Okay. It's it's Declan Rice. At least um I don't I, I would say Jude Bellingham, obviously, but I think we talk about Madrid enough. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um but like for for Declan Rice, I think like if you look at like Arsenal's team last year compared to this year, um in terms of just physicality and and what he brings to the table is mm-hmm. everything they were missing. Obviously, it hasn't. It's three games into the season. You don't see, but you see glimpses here or there, especially against City, where we matched up fairly even against them. When mm-hmm. they have De Bruyne, they have Rodri, they have Diaz, they have Gavardio, all those players. Um, I think 
like Arteta's main goal this summer, going into the summer, was we got to compete with with uh, 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 physically. We got to compete, and all the other stuff I think will come just from familiarity and playing together and all that stuff. But Declan Rice is six foot one. He's huge. He moves. He moves just as fast as anybody in midfield, and he covers so much ground. Um, and him and Partey, uh, like they've played so well together. They haven't played in midfield together, but yep. they play really well together. Um, I think he's been, uh, what he brings to the table. I think, um, uh, in terms of a summer signing, uh, what yeah, he brings and what a club needs, what a club needs. I think he fits perfectly. Great player. I agree. And it really unlocks yeah. a lot for Arsenal in the physical department. I'm going to go with an yeah. interesting one. I think. Value for money, I was between two, but I'm going to choose one. Uh, yeah. I would say James Madison. Oh, yeah. 45 million, I believe. Yeah. Our, our Tottenham have not had a player like that since since the days of, of prime Christian Eriksen or maybe even Dele Alli, where that, that, that free-roaming playmaker who can who can do well. And and I think he's been he's been fantastic. The the they got especially when uh, obviously Leicester got relegated, but like what other midfielders are going for getting somebody like that? Uh, their coach he was asked the same question. It was like, is forty five million dollars a bargain? And he was like, what <laughs> forty five million dollars? You know, uh, but it is in today's market. You know, that's a excellent pickup for value. Yeah, it is. Uh, what about your words, who was Ryan? who was who was your other option? Just James Ward Prowse. Oh, okay. Um, he's, my he's, worst he's getting, he gets you 10, 10 goals a season just and from just from his his set piece his set piece stuff. Yeah, I was hoping he would go to a like obviously like to a bigger club. But I like the fit. He left he left he left, he left Southampton. That's all that matters. Um, my worst signing. Um, I don't. Uh, I was. Let's see. My I already talked about this, this guy, but. You want me to go first? I don't, I no, I'm trying to not be repetitive, but you go who, ahead. You who, go ahead. Are you, who are you thinking? Who's the first one who comes in your head? Because I know who's mine. <laughs> it's Mason Mount, but I don't want to. <laughs> Mason I, I, Mount. I, yeah, you so you take that's the my worst. I'll think, one. Of, I'll, I'll think of somebody else. It, the fit just never made sense. 65 million pounds. Fit never yeah. made sense. Doesn't work with that midfield. Uh, he's not a box-to-box midfielder at all. Just weird. Just a weird signing. Very, very. Yeah, weird. it was. It, it it didn't make sense. Um, I'll I'll just stick with it. I'll say Mason Mount because like I think because like like Chelsea scamming Man United out of sixty-five million for him was like I think the shock of the window because he literally played nothing the season before. So, like, I, at least Kai Havertz, you can say, oh, he was the leading scorer of Chelsea, you know, for with seven goals. Like, that's that's something you could get away with, you know? Yeah. But, like, Mason Mount did absolutely nothing for – even Lampard came and still he wasn't playing, you know? So, and and Man United took the bait and, and now it's ruined, like, their whole midfield. He has to play and it's not going to work. He must play. Like, there's no way you can justify him not playing with that kind of – price tag but united have like seven other players that are just like that so it's like he fits right in perfectly the yep. over overpriced doesn't fit and doesn't produce so it's a long long I year I, for I them i agree big big uh big losers 
the the um I, I I thought about saying Kai Havertz, but I was like, no, <laughs> I, I'll I'll wait on that one. But, I'll give uh, him let's a few more let's weeks. move to. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you saw, but this happened like 15 minutes ago. Maybe we can get like 30 seconds on this. Uh, mm. Barcelona are going to try to go for Joao Felix pretty hard, which is pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, let's let's Joao talk. Felix, let's, Joao Felix needs a home, man. Let's he's talk a, about. The team he plays for now. Because actually, this is what, what I wanted to the, talk about. The, does he play for them? <laughs> Which, no, he the doesn't. The team he's on, on? The team he's on is what I should say. Atletico yeah. Madrid, who we didn't talk about them in the in the segment about best best uh, winners of the window. But yeah, their team is, is fantastic. They've gotten a lot, lot better. And I just mm-hmm. kind of want to read off some, some names in terms of of who they have in the attack, considering they've been kind of deficient on money. Antoine yeah. Griezmann, Memphis Depay, uh, Yannick Carrasco, Angel Correa, Alvaro Morata, uh, and Joao Felix. They have five guys to fill that those two positions. And they've gotten a lot better. Marcus Llorente now comes off their bench with, with Molina. Uh, Carrasco is there, and they brought in Javi Galan from Celta Vigo. Uh, they brought back Samuel Lino from, from Valencia, Cesar Sienshu. Uh, they have been fantastic uh, this season mm-hmm. so far. They have been on a very, very, very hot start to the league. Uh, what do you think about about them so far uh, overall? I was I was looking over like their um, they drew I think the first game of the season, but yes, they but conceded no goals. Yeah, yeah, they concede they haven't conceded any goals this season yet. Um, Just one, and yeah, obviously to, uh, to Granada, but did they? Yeah, one two. Was it three one? Three one? Three one game. Yeah, my bad. Um yeah, so they've conceded one goal. Um the and 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 now obviously the dismantling of 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 what is that Rio, right? And away like, two. Away two, yeah. So like I, I really I really like like the they got Aspilicueta on free, Sayonsu on free. Um and those two didn't even they weren't even playing. Like there's they're, they're I uh their coach is just I don't know he's been so consistent for so long it's nothing yeah, it's not surprising me. to me um he gets the most out of whatever team he he's obviously they've missed like Thomas Lamar and Jao Felix did, did not work out in terms of their big signings but and they, and then they are lacking funds so they're you know just like here or there just whatever they can get but obviously we're having Griezmann full time now they don't have to freaking play him 20 minutes a game to 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 meet transfer demands and stuff like that but he's he was he he scored um Alvaro Morata scored twice uh so they 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 look they look like they're co- going to compete obviously Madrid and Barca are still here but no, I, I they're really going to be they're going to be they they're going to be a force you, th- I, I you think, think they, they can I think they can they're a great team and the thing about Simeone is they're they're always compact at the back they're a yeah. great goalkeeper and the thing is, now they have great depth. The, the rejuvenation of, of Antoine Griezmann has been something amazing to see. Um, yeah. Memphis Depay has been great since leaving from, from Barcelona. They have good depth at, at attack, uh, at attacking options. They have Marcos Llorente. They bring in another forward in Samuel Lino, like I talked about. Uh, Cesar mm-hmm. Sayonshu was, was a good signing. Even Cesar Aspilicueta and, and Javi Galan uh, for the defense. Uh, yeah, great, great, uh, great recruitment from 
from the from the board and from Diego Simeone. And I, I think that they're gonna be a they're gonna be a very very tough place to play this season in Europe. They they always are, man. They always, they always are. are. They always are. It's if the Simeone he'll keep clean sheets, and that's you know. If you can do that, you have a chance. Yeah, you have a chance always. Yeah, they always they always do uh they always do well finding finding players and do you, uh, do you think uh, over like a thirty eight game season do you think it's a three horse race with Barca Real Madrid or do you yeah think I think they can push for it two? I think they'll keep it competitive. I hope so because um last year it was just two and then the year before that Real Madrid ran away with it but yeah and then the year before that it was Atleti so yeah they they so could it, I think they can it might it might be their turn. It might be, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about Barca uh, before we move to uh, to Prem stuff. But Barcelona seven game seven game thriller, just kind of thirty seconds to a minute. Your thoughts? Um, Lamine, what's his name? Yeah, I don't know. Lamine, how it... yeah, uh, Yamal. Lamine Yamal is incredible, man. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. we'll talk about him a little bit later, but um, I don't know. Like Gavi played, he scored. <laughs> But Barca is, I, I'm not really, they're, they're not off to a good start. It's just they're just, you know, collecting their points. But mm-hmm. it's good to see them actually playing good football. They scored a lot of goals. Great but, game, yeah. Yeah. Um, but defense is a concern. If you're conceding three goals, um, that's not. But I think I think they'll be, they'll be fine. But uh, injuries have been a problem. Pedri's out for a month or two. Um, and that's been a lingering thing with him for the last two years. Um, obviously he's young and he's played out freaking a decade's worth of football already, but yeah, I Lewandowski scored too. So they're good. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was not, good not. Great game. Villarreal is always a tough place to play. And I thought that they had some, some points in the bag, but of course uh, they did not. But yeah, like I said, credit to Barcelona. The one thing I will give them credit for is that when they have deficiencies in their team, they are not. They are never afraid to play kids from the academy, and I think that goes a long way. Yeah, and that's 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 helped them sustain in this tough period they've been going through. You know, Financial, they have, They're somehow still find a way to make signings work. Yeah, cough, cough. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Gabby's still registered. So is he not? Can, I don't think so. I was reading something that he wasn't. I hate, so I hate be, Javier Tebas, man. He is really they'll be, they'll be trying to register him sometime in the next few days. So no, hopefully, he, I I hate I hate Javier uh, Tebas. So, but very very I frustrating. But they 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 no, know Gavi how to shuffle played. the books. Gavi played on the. No, he played. He played. He played. But like, I something about like registration. Like he's not fully. Yeah. Um. Because I remember last year he he extended and then like they were having issues with like. Like, because they gave him the number six and then they had to take it back and stuff like that. But I don't know. They know how yeah. to shuffle the books. They'll hey, figure they it do. Out. They do. They'll figure it out. But uh, let's kind of pivot. We talked a lot about transfers in La Liga uh, to the Prem. Uh, we talked about United already, uh, which yeah. was good. Very, very shaky game. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> how about that Newcastle-Liverpool game? That was that was, uh, that was was a great, great one. Uh, that was, Darwin that was. Nunez, two goals. With yeah. ten men, yeah, talk, uh, two, two, two goals where he missed, he missed them every time last year. Like those finishes was, he was getting so many of those last year that he just completely missed. It's good to see him. Like he didn't start, but like he's been a difference maker for them. 
um obviously, uh, obviously the van dyke red and all that stuff he will yeah he will now um but i just i just i'm more like liverpool have, i think they had a really good transfer window and i i think they'll be top four but newcastle have had a tough draw because they had to play man city and liverpool back to back so that's i don't i don't think that's going to derail their seasons at all now it's just like clear skies in the in the future but mm-hmm. i thought it was a good game i it was a shocking end but obviously allison is oof i crazy he might he, he might he might be the best i've ever seen man oh my goodness at the at the position of the league i let me just say the league he's the best in the league but ever I, he's he, he's incredible allison's amazing man he is a great I, keeper i don't i don't I will. I won't say the greatest ever, but I think, I think he might be Liverpool's greatest signing ever. I mean, like that's wow. that's wow. incredible. Like I don't understand how, huh. and he's never mentioned in goalkeeper debates. He wasn't in the team of the season that was announced no. today. It was Ramsdale, um, but he never is in the headlines or anything like that. Nah, but he's, he's just been consistent player. for the last five years, and he's he's been their best player the last two years. So. I thought there was a lot of mismanagement on the side of, of Eddie Howe. How do you take Sandro Tonali off and bring in Longstaff in, in a yeah. game against? That was crazy. They had uh, they had so many chances. Um, like there was a few. Um, like he, uh, Cal, uh, what's his name? Callum Wilson was like running on. Oh, they took off Isak oh, too. Yes, they took off Isak. Yeah. yeah, and he had a tap in, but freaking, um, somebody didn't pass it to him. I was just, uh, it was just bad. No, nah, for sure. Newcastle could have had two draws against. The, Arguably the two best teams. They are in the a great league. team. They are a great, great team, and they've been a great addition addition to join these these top uh, top end teams yeah. uh, for the. I can't, I can't. I can't wait to watch them in the Champions League. That's gonna be. Nunez is uh, for me, like you said. Anytime you miss a bunch of chances in a season, but you're yeah. getting the chances, it means that you're doing something right. And I yeah. think it was kind of only a matter of time before it clicked. Even though he's like a very memeable player, he's a very Maybe some people say it's a one-trick pony. He's very, you know, you know, straight line runner, make a move in the box, score, which is fine. There is definitely space for for that type of striker. Uh, yeah. Or like inverted, inverted forward. They tried using him last year, but it's a uh, it's a breath of breath of fresh air for United. Uh, for for United for for Liverpool. Sorry. Uh, and yeah, I'm very curious to see next next week is uh, who do who do Liverpool play next week? I believe it's yeah Villa at home. Great game. That's gonna be yeah. a great game. The yeah, I don't Mohamed Salah played well too. So like I don't know. He he had the final assist, but Yeah, he's I, always I, gonna be good. Their midfield, their midfield. What do you what do you think of you know? Their... It's very interesting. The endo, I think that like I said, I think they should have gone for a defensive midfielder and maybe there is time in the window and Liverpool have been the type of team to do things like that. I do yeah. think the one thing that they have over last year is they finally have some some decent depth, especially in the attacking side. Uh, to be able to bring Darwin Nunez and Diogo Jota from the bench, uh, to bring Harvey Elliott from uh, for the bench for the for the for the midfield, uh, helped yeah. Alexis McAllister's helped a lot, and but they just yeah. they still need a center back, uh, maybe Joe Gomez and and Joe Gomez and Konate are not bad. Uh, full backs have been have been fine. Trent Alexander Arnold is still trucking. I I've always said he's a great player, even yeah. without, even the question marks uh, in defense. But uh, yeah, we'll see. And Luis Diaz being back helps a lot too. Uh, obviously, he had to get yeah. taken off early, but yeah, I, yeah, I they, stick they, with my preseason prediction. I say third. They 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 finally have like a 
like a full team, at least starting 11 that's built for like club system. I think that's, mm -hmm. there's no Henderson or Milner, like just coming in Tiago to just clog up the midfield there. Everybody's moving, everybody's <clears throat> pressing. Um, so it's, it's good to see. I don't, I don't, I, I have, I, I have them number three too. So I, I, I think they look like that. They're, they're fine. Like the, for the, like, you don't it, like once you are going up against Arsenal or like city and stuff like that, obviously Newcastle is a tough test, but I think they're better than them on paper and they will be, I, and they won't, they'll be well-rested. They'll be in Europa. So they're not going to be, unless Mohamed Salah wants the stat pad, he can, they don't have any <laughs> backups for him, but yeah. All right, now the floor is yours. I need you to talk to me. What happened with uh with your 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 pride and joy in Arsenal? Oh my goodness. Um <laughs> I don't even it's we've tried the same thing three weeks in a row, and it has not worked three weeks in a row, and we finally paid for it, you know? So it's just like when is it gonna stop? Is all I'm thinking. Like when are we just gonna be obviously like Zinchenko's like slowly coming back and and uh uh Yuri and Timber got hurt, all that stuff. But we cannot defend. <laughs> we cannot, especially at home. Like we struggled with it last year, where we had all of our clean sheets. I think Ramsdale had 13 or 14 clean sheets in the season. 12 or 13 of those were away. Wow. Um and 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 in, in starting this season, we've had two home games and both of them we've conceded goals um so i don't i don't i don't know what arteta is like what's his vision i thought it was you know playing the long game but i did not sign up for dropping points to fulham you know um that's all, not yeah. uh, and and our best our second best center back is not playing he plays every game but he's playing 15 20 minutes instead of playing full 90 that he did all the last year he did not miss one game last year he played all 38 games last year and this year he's 0 for 3 right now. He's been a substitute every so and then Kai Havertz is a problem right now. Um he's missing clear cut chances as everyone predicted he would. That's just who he is. Yeah. Um I think it just doesn't help him that like you know like the left our left-handed side is not as fluid as our right-handed side is cuz sure. we have Odegaard and Saka on it's that side. And Havertz, yeah. It, yeah, Havertz were not those kind of players who 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 are not that like they're just not as good as you know in tight spaces as um Odegaard and 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 Saka. So I think Gabriel Jesus played I think 10 5 10 minutes. He'll be he'll be playing a little bit more. So slowly like we're coming we're becoming the team we are supposed to be, but right now still in first gear. Hard man. It's hard. It's tough. That was, and the games have not been good watches. Like it's so hard. We don't. We're not doing They're anything. Scraping results. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, not, we're a tough watch. Maybe that one of the things Arteta has, has been pulling from from the, from Pep is the propensity to overthink a lot. I think that yeah. he's overthinking a lot. And I and I look at Arsenal's team and I feel like it's one of those teams that kind of picks itself for me. Yeah. Where I think it should just be a back four with Zinchenko, White, Saliba, and Gabriel. You should yeah. play a double pivot ahead of it with Declan Rice and Thomas Partey, Odegaard in front of them, and a front three of Jesus, Saka, and Martinelli. You want to play Trossard and kind of mix it around, play Trossard. You want to play Eddie and Ketia, play Eddie and Ketia. But I feel yeah. like the team kind of picks itself. Uh, and 
I feel like there's been so many like this this week they played Partey again at that that like weird like inverted right inverted, midfielder, yeah. right midfielder and then a back three with with Kirior, Saliba and White. It just like it just doesn't make sense sometimes. Havertz in this like weird. I remember it was like everyone was kind of trolling that the week one, uh, like the the lineup came out and everyone was like, who the hell is playing where? Like what is this? You know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird, like you said. I feel like I feel like Arsenal's team picks itself, and next weekend is is the big test, home against United. Have to get it done. Exactly. Like our starting eleven is probably after City, like or Liverpool, like the easiest to like just point out. You know, yeah. everybody has a position. Um, Partey is Partey was our. I think for the most part last year was our best player, um, and and he played he. He can play the same way he did last year. It's just Arteta is not letting him. He should be right next to um, um, Declan Rice with Declan Rice playing the shocker role as he was brought in to do. Yeah. Um, and then slowly take over the sole number six uh, role as the year advances because Partey will not play a full season. That we know. Um, so it's just, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know what to say. It's just been, obviously, I we're a great team. I know it. I know that. But it's just, I... I, f- I feel the opposite of you where you're winning games and you're like, we kind of suck. We're you know, not going to win like, games like this. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, and I'm like, we suck right now, but we should be. So it's a long, it's a long season. Um, But right now Arteta is just doing too much. And it's, I, I, I can't point, no player has played like terrible. It's just, they're playing, being played in, in places where Let's they see. shouldn't be. That's easy. He's overthinking. Now, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. All yeah, on on all on on the coach the coaching side. But uh, the last team, you were like two minutes away from greatness. I called you crazy last week on three five two. You said City would drop points. They almost did. Yeah. If not for an eighty ninth minute winner by Rodri or eighty eighth minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. very very interesting game, but City stay winning. They find a way every week. It's it's the it's like like everyone everyone wants to get to like where they're at right now where they find a way to win no matter what how doesn't matter who's on obviously Pep wasn't there doesn't matter who's playing um doesn't matter where they're playing and it just Rodri is so clutch man he's done this time and time again uh, he did it obviously in the Champions League final like mm-hmm. that's obvious he did it this week he did it against Arsenal last year like he's done it. He's done it every time when when called upon. He's he's delivered. Great um, Holland scored. Um, Foden played well. Um, he missed. I think Holland missed the penalty, but still, like, like they're just trucking. You know, they're just they, they take care of business no matter what. Good and that's how you win. know. That's Good how uh, Arsenal we thought was that, but they yeah, they can't defend set that. pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Still. So. Yeah, City, City find a way to win. Although I do think, uh, I continue to say, I think this is the year. They have weaknesses. I think they will drop more points than, than they did maybe last year. Maybe uh, there won't be as much uh, like complacency yeah. uh, over like the long stretch. But there will be games where they just kind of look off. And I think we've already started to see that. Yeah, City, City at the beginning of the seasons is like where they just they don't struggle but they just like dip in form like nobody they just drop points here or there and right now they haven't they've played 
I think they got away with one in 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 Newcastle, and then now they they I don't I don't know how they did that. Rodri yeah. is ridiculous, You're man. I don't. Right. I'm tired Alvarez of them, man. Great, great, great duo. They great duo. They play. They play unbelievably well together. I can't. I they've been starting them both together for the whole season. So mm-hmm. Alvarez is too good to be on a bench for anybody. He is. He is way. He is way way too good. Another. Uh... Yeah, next, and they next got him, and they got him they got him for like another eight years <laughs> I know so no one him in Holland yeah but uh let's let's kind of segue into the last segment which we call three five two we put five minutes on the clock three yeah uh, picks each and two people in the studio uh let's see your first one uh all right let me pull it up right now uh, <laughs> I can't believe it um i'm picking oh shit i think i think united will upset arsenal i think the fact that wow wow we're, well it's oh it's, it's so bad but we are not good at home that's one we barely beat them last year i think we scored a like a 93rd minute the Enkatia goal um was uh, it last they came that, to the emirates not, really? oh yeah okay and 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 they beat us away yeah we barely beat them and we were like on our best run at that time um like the one thing i will say like obviously signings aside and all that stuff i think united did like two great things to get uh, at least two players did really well um rashford was involved in every goal and bruno was involved in every goal mm-hmm. um they got back to their midfield of last year with ericsson and and casamiro playing together um obviously they're going to be losing the 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 thing is with they arsenal can't defend. they it's we can't defend no and then united either united united can't defend but arsenal can defend and then they play down to whoever to the level of whoever whatever they're playing against which which man united is coming into down three four five players you know um in defense in midfield and in attack so like I I think if I, not even upset like they'll win, I just think they'll get something. I think they'll get a point or they'll win, um, and it's gonna be a tough watch because we should not be we should not we should not be conceding goals at the Emirates, man. It's not it should not be that hard. Should not be that hard. Just play Gabriel, man. Subhanallah. So both of us cannot go three for three because my first one is that Arsenal win and keep a clean sheet, and Saka scores. Oh, I have a three-headed, three-headed monster. Arsenal, I think they win. They keep yeah. a clean sheet. Give me two nil. By the way, I was right on Chelsea winning three nil against Luton. I never, you were. I never you, got to you brag. got the exact. You got. You got to say. Yeah, you got the exact number. Give of me. Goals give right. me a. Give me an Arsenal two nil, and I don't mm-hmm. think they sweat. You think it'll be that easy? I think it'll be. I think Arteta finally lets the team pick itself this weekend. I think that that Fulham draw was. You know, obviously, it's easy to keep doing the same thing when you're winning. Now, starting to get some question marks, people looking. If he brings out that same BS and they lose this weekend, there's going to be huge question marks. Give me, give me our yeah. attention. Just kind of just go back to a team that just picks itself, that makes sense. Uh, maybe you get more minutes out of Gabriel Jesus. Give me, give me a 2 0. Okay. Um, let's say it's the weekend, one hour before the game, lineup drops. And you see Partey. Oh, they do that back. same garbage. Uh, right back. I yeah. don't know. I I think I I I I'll start to sweat a little bit. See, that's what I'm <laughs> anticipating. I don't think this guy will change, man. Which is the most frustrating thing ever. If they don't, don't win this weekend and he does that same garbage, it, we will change. 
I will say Bro, that. I, I have seen this guy lose nine games at a, or or get like a draw or or an L in like 10 straight games and not change. He will not change. It's just his way or the highway, no matter uh, what. Maybe, maybe then. But, oh, my uh, goodness. What's your second one? Uh, um, I, th- I, I told you I was going to be – I'm going to stick with City losing <laughs> without Pep. Until the so, home against and, Fulham? Yeah. Fulham played – Fulham beat uh, Tottenham today, and they got a point against Arsenal, on, you know? All right. Come on. Home against Fulham. Wow, that's bold. Um, Yeah. I'm I, I'm not to, I'm not picking them to lose, but I think they'll drop points, which is gonna be on the same week as Arsenal loses, which is gonna be shit. But uh, we'll see. But uh, my second one is a little creative, kind of outside of the box. Three games yeah. this weekend with the new teams to the Prem: Luton Town home against West Ham, Burnley home against Spurs, Sheffield United home against Everton. Give me two of those three teams to get points. Okay. And I think one of them will win. Luton uh, have not looked good. I don't know why that seems like a like that's I think the first game at the at the ground like it's going to be their yeah. first game I think in the Premier League and ever ever in the Prem maybe yeah I, it is their first time in the Prem yeah the first right. time in the Prem first game yeah. at home new new renovated stadium uh, very very like different environment. Uh, Burnley home against Spurs, maybe that's the one that's the loss. I think Sheffield win outright, to be honest. But yeah, give yeah. me give me one of give me two of those teams to get points and one of them to win. I think it's gonna be a good good weekend for for the newly promoted teams in the Premier League. Okay. Do you have um I did do you have any of those relegated? Like is you think Luton will stay? Yeah, I have up or... Luton and Sheffield going down. Going down? Okay. I had Burnley twelfth, oh, yeah. I think. But yeah, Burnley will be fine. Burnley will be fine. No, I don't um, know so far, my, bro. They've looked pretty bad. I, I yeah. Give them time. I, I think. Give, give I think company. Time. I think company. Yeah, company will adjust. I think it's just like, it's a shock coming into the prem. You know, like because last is. year they dominated the championship and they were playing the best football ever. But like you come in and you're like, oh, I want to keep playing the same way, and you get a you get a nice little humbling that's, really quickly. That's true. But I that's think. True. Um, and then my last, I think, uh, this week. Uh, Lamine makes his decision, um, right? If uh, if he's staying, uh, if he's oh, Spain, playing for Morocco. Spain or Morocco, and I think I think he'll go, he'll stay home. I think he'll he'll play for Morocco. Oh, he's gonna go to Morocco. I hope. I I, that's I hope I, so. That's I hoping. really do. I, I hope him and I, Raheem Diaz both go to Morocco. Yeah, because uh, Spain Spain project is not moving me. Um, obviously no. they did good. They did good in the Euros a few years ago, but the World Cup showing was not impressive. Um and I, Morocco obviously is on the. I would love they to have, see him at Afcon. Yeah, that would be. I oh my god, he's. If he was combining with if he was combining with Brahim Diaz, uh, and Nasseri and and Ziyech, yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, the I I think the Spain squad comes out Thursday and Morocco squad comes out Friday. So we're so gonna see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll find out this week. Inshallah. Wow. Yeah. Inshallah. I think he stays. My last one's a little he, boring. Uh, you mm-hmm. think he stays? Yeah, Morocco. It's very interesting. Yeah. My last one's a little boring, but Harry Kane more goals this weekend. I think he scores. <laughs> I think he scores. A, I think he scores a hat trick, or I think he's, he scores two. He's already at I think three goals and one assist. I think so. He's in heaven. So man. frustrating. He's in heaven. So frustrating to watch to watch him there. No hard tackles. You know what do they say? The every highlight is like. Uh, 
a Bundesliga defenders, defenders are running to their goal, you know? <laughs> <They're> never. <laughs> I've never seen a goal like uh, like uh, six guys just sitting in the box. No. There's no such just, thing. All transitions. I remember like Holland, the first time I was watching, they were down two goals and they were getting like three on ones. I was just like, what in the world is going on in this I, league? I, I, I think that was one of his first games in the... It was like, his first like, game. First he scored a hat yeah. trick as a substitute. Scored a hat trick. And a, they, oh they were down God. two and they were getting like two on ones, three on ones. One time it was like three, three. They got like a two on oh. I was like, what in the world is going on in this league right now? No, no. Um, Bundesliga is is hilarious. It's a good, but Bayern, it's a good league, Bayern, but... No, Bayern, Bayern have have talent, um, and yeah, obviously I think Leverkusen looks really good too. I th- I think that's someone Real Madrid is eyeing. So, uh, Xavi Alonso, yeah. Xavi Alonso. So, is that is that the next coach of Madrid? When I mean, it doesn't really yeah. matter who it is if he, they don't sign people. So <laughs> they could bring in Prime Mourinho. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter when, Ca- when Carlo Carlo Ancelotti gets his uh, head chopped. Well, Allegri didn't even want to go there because of this garbage. Allegri. Thank God, by the way. Thank God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Allegri's at home. Leave Thank him alone. Thank God. Right? Please oh. keep him as far away as from Real Madrid. And for for when Wenger was being replaced, I swear to God, I I wanted Allegri more than anybody in my life because that was when they were getting to like the finals, and uh, that was the year after they beat Tottenham in the Champions League. Oof. And uh, but. Please. No, keep yeah. him away he from can, your he club. Can, he, he can't get anything out of Vlahovic. Oh. No, no, nothing. It's such a waste. 70 million. Madrid, what are you doing? I, I hope Vlahovic suffers, but like he's too good to be He's there a right great now. player. Yeah. But uh, another another great week, bro. Yeah. Inshallah, the, the, it'll be... I'm still I'm still praying on Madrid's downfall. So Next I, week, I've we, been... get, we get more football and we get UCL talk. Champions League. Champions League is back. Uh, We're back. Arsenal keeps tweeting about how the competition works. Hey, the competition is about tweeting about us too, you know? Yeah, Every yeah, week they're true. dropping somebody, but they missed us. And we, I, I can't wait to I hear that. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm very excited. Yeah. And, and yeah, so next season, next week, uh, we get Champions League talk. The draws is, is later in the week. And, uh, and NFL comes back too, which is nice. So. Yeah. More sports. This is the this is the best time of the of of the sports season. Every sports in action. Yes, so, yes, absolutely. But uh, a yeah. pleasure as always, bro. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week for uh, episode twelve. Inshallah. 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 Yeah. Take care. Take care, everyone. guys. Yes. Peace.